on that one that was that was a rob sarah gary special that was a social distancing uh air horn that's exactly what that was hi sarah tiana hi rob riggle uh hello gary hello guys um nice to hear from you i'm glad you guys are still with us i know we're in the middle of a pandemic um, and the whole world is upside down right now. So it's always nice to check in with friends and family, make sure everybody's okay. I check in with you guys almost hourly, um, <laughs> as you'll attest, uh, because I'm, I'm clingy and I'm nervous and I'm really worried about you guys. Cause you guys, both of you live dangerously. You live fast and loose. You guys run in really fast circles. Uh, you're always out in the club, in the club. You're usually bouncing to music. You're rolling through the streets, smoking that meth. You guys run fast and loose. So I'm just glad you guys are okay. Yeah, I had to open up a club just for me at my house because I'm like, I can't <laughs> stop going to the club. How yeah. am I going to manage? Yeah, that's you know? so true. I know you would never stop. I mean, even when you even when you were nine months along with uh, Cage, you still you yeah, still were no. at the club. Can't stop, won't stop. I put the mic in pandemic or pandemic, <laughs> however you say it. <laughs> uh, and Gary, uh, we all know your story. Out of control since birth. So how you been doing? My bills are paid. Gary <laughs> pays his bills, both of them. I'll tell you what, Gary does pay his bills, damn it. So everybody get off his lawn and get off his jock. I will say I got a uh, delightful text uh, speaking to what you alluded to earlier this morning that showed uh, y- one young Cage Brockman in an awesome Riggles pick shirt, and I could not have been happier. You know what's so funny? I agree with you on that, Gary, but you and I responded to Sarah almost verbatim. Did you notice that? Our texts were like it identical was eerie. to each other. It was very eerie. Yeah. yeah, it was. We were totally synced up. We were on that mind world. Yeah, it just worked out. Like, he just put it on this morning, and I was like, well, that's what you want to wear. So, perfect. You know, that what was, I, do? I love it. I love that he chose that uh, on Riggles Pick Day. That was, that's, mm-hmm. that's just, he's synced up too. He's already synced up with Gary and I. <laughs> yeah. Gary, how are you doing? Like, are you just going back and forth to Florida, your favorite place on earth, since they're not like technically on lockdown yet? For legal reasons, I don't think I should really speak about my movements, but uh, I'm, I'm staying busy. Let's just suffice to say that. Good, 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 good. I know there's there's a the the county has a lot of work release programs. And I'm just glad to hear you're doing well, Gary. Um, I think Gary's Sarah? probably considered patient zero, right? <laughs> Gary, you don't eat you don't eat bats, do you? Do you eat bats? <laughs> Not traditionally. 
Oh, God, you are patient zero. Do bats Damn. have liquor in them? <laughs> <laughs> do, do bats taste like Schlitz? Depends bat what you slits. marinate them in. He's bat Schlitz crazy. <laughs> he, is bat. <laughs> he is bat Schlitz crazy. Matter of fact, mm-hmm. I, you need to get a t-shirt, Gary. says, I'm bat Schlitz crazy. Yeah. What am you I saying? What am I saying? Bat Schlitz party? <laughs> I'm not even sure why I said get a shirt to Gary. That makes yeah, no sense. Yeah, I know. The the dumbest merch ever would be a shirt for Gary to sell. <laughs> Don't wear one, uh, but you can if you want to. <laughs> yeah, I'm not one for shirts, but these here wear pretty good. <laughs> That's a pretty funny thing to put on a shirt. <laughs> By the way, speaking like um, uh, a redneck, um, I assume you guys have all seen uh, uh, Tiger King. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, Big I don't fan. want to ruin it for any. I don't want to ruin it for any listeners that haven't haven't watched it yet. But I will say, pound for pound, best entertainment of 2020, no <laughs> doubt about it. Thus far, uh, it is the gift that keeps on giving. So if you haven't seen it, get to Netflix and watch it now. Well, I don't want to jump in prematurely here, but let's get to one of the things on our rundown. Donald Trump is reportedly in talks to commute Joe Exotic's prison sentence sentence following lobbying efforts from Kim Kardashian and Kanye West. Really? Apparently. Well, While the pair were unable to attend a scheduled meeting at the White House due to social distancing, it has been reported that the trio discussed Exotic's incarceration via Zoom earlier today or yesterday as you listen. So good here. Good. The Kardashians good. or Kim and Kanye are asking the president to commute Joe its prison sentence. Yep. And yes. that is correct? peak 2020. That is ironically not the correct thing I've heard all year. <laughs> <laughs> Normally that would be the most insane crap any of us would have heard but this year all bets are off especially when you're talking about joe exotic from tiger king um yeah i'm glad that the president has time to to discuss that because there's nothing else going on (laughs) well i mean i feel like tiger king has spread just as fast as the coronavirus right Like, like is it is it the best possible thing to have come out right now at this time, yeah. you know. Yes, yes. Next to next to Robert Go Global Investigator, which will be on Thursday night uh, right? at nine p.m. Eastern time. I mean, other than that, uh, Thursday, mm-hmm. April second. Oh, wait, um, you mean tonight at nine p.m. on Discovery? That's Channel? right. Tonight, tonight, April second. Uh, it's a rock block. It's episode one, two, and three. Brand new episode Dang. number three. Yeah, it's a whole night on the Discovery Channel of Robert Go Global Investigator. You don't want to miss this one. You don't want to miss it. That's what I'm talking about, Gary. That's what I'm talking about, Gary. Wow. Well done. Yeah. What? So. Who, who would you, if you were to play someone on Tiger King, who would you play best, Rig? Me? Probably Doc. <laughs> Doc? Do, the what's the, Doc, uh, Doc Antel? An, the Doc Antel, yeah. The guy with the three wives that that yeah. wears a cowboy hat. Yes. The safari yes. outfit. Okay. Uh huh. The guy that yes, that I would play him or Joe. Um, but 
Uh, I don't think I would play Jeff. I think Fred Durst should play Jeff. Oh yeah. Again, again, but anyway, you know, I, I, I hate for our listeners who haven't seen it, by the way, if any of our listeners haven't seen it, I don't know what you could possibly be doing. Honestly, we're all in <laughs> lockdown. How you, if yeah, you haven't seen this, else to do. right. Shame on you. Shame <laughs> on you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is the sport that we are all watching right now. The sport it is of rednecks on meth. It's a great sport. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> Live action rednecks on meth. It it is. It's the gift that keeps on giving. It's pure entertainment, top to bottom. I don't know if you saw, but like Spade has been, David Spade's been interviewing like a bunch of people from the show this week. Oh God! Uh, no. From Tiger King and like he had on uh, Joe's husband, the guy with the three teeth or whatever. Yes. Yes. And that guy said they were, yeah, that guy said they were never actually, like, legally married or anything. No, I'm sure they weren't. I'm sure they, they weren't, because <laughs> otherwise it would have been polygamy, because he had, he had two, two husbands. He was in a, a gay marriage with two husbands, and both of his husbands were straight. So, fascinating world. Again, this is just one reason you guys need, everybody needs to watch Tiger King. And I don't know if you guys saw the news from today, but apparently Joe Exotic is now in quarantine for fear that he has the coronavirus. Oh, that's not all he's got. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's got the coronavirus. He's got the Schlitz virus. He's got fucking every virus. That guy. Yeah. Yeah. He's got a computer he's, virus. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, he's, he's running hot 24-7, even in prison. <laughs> I mean, I thought you were a character wriggle, and then I saw Joe Exotic. <laughs> I actually like listened to the podcast last year that was about that guy, and I was like, "No, this guy is insane! No idea like what he looked like or what any of these people look like." So when I started watching it, I was like, "Oh my god!" Like I had no idea. Like when you just listen to them and you don't see them, it was a completely different experience. Holy cow, you were way ahead of the curve on this thing. Yeah, I was. I was way ahead of the curve. <laughs> I mean, I never heard I never heard anything about this guy until it was until until the show came out. So what podcast were you listening to? It was the podcast on Joe Exotic. It was called uh I think it was called Tiger King or um well, maybe it was just called Joe Exotic. It's called Joe Exotic, colon, Tiger King. It's a Wondery product. <laughs> okay, yeah, wow. yeah, it's on Wondery. It's the same people that did Dr. Death. And yeah, they, uh, it was really good, you know, I think. So I guess it was a podcast before it was a TV show or before it went to Netflix. But I just feel like the guy that made the documentary, you know, or that was making the reality show, do you think at any time he was, they were like, you can't smoke in here. <laughs> no, no, I don't. I feel like that guy, he reminds me of my uncle JR, who is like, no matter where we go, he's like, this place used to be better and you could smoke in here, you know? And I'm like, we're at the mall, you know, like I, <laughs> like we're at the food court at the mall. Nobody never were able to smoke in here. Like, I don't know never. No, what you're talking about. Yeah, that guy smoked the whole time. Yeah, some people just it's, seven it's, episodes. Uh, yeah, they just light they light one with the other, 
and they just that's how they burn through five packs a day. <laughs> Lighting one cigarette with the other. That's classic. Yeah. Classic. That's good wiggle. times. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. So listen, I know this these are these are concerning troubled times. We we are currently in unprecedented times. Um and you know, just three weeks ago I had no idea uh what was going on three three and a half weeks ago uh, of the scope and scale of what we were looking at and what we were dealing with how right. were you guys as blindsided as i was as as most of america was really i just feel like i i mean i heard about it i knew things were going on but i just i thought it was like another sars or i thought it was like another you know anyone who listened to the episode that you and i did while sarah was out i think you can surmise that Rob and I were sort of on the same page there for a moment, but, uh, it's changed. My, my opinion's changed quite a bit since then. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. reality, reality's kicking in. You know, you're seeing the numbers, you're seeing the measures that everybody's going to. You're, you're, you're seeing the, the, the unfortunate death tolls and, you know, you're, it, it, the impact is dramatic. You're seeing the, the loss of business, the loss of jobs, the, the drop in the stock market, the people's people's life savings are you know uh, being impacted because we can't nobody can work and you know it's affecting it, it, it it's unbelievable and again we didn't have anything to compare it to so you know I'm sitting there thinking oh it's 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 uh, SARS you know that that didn't stop that didn't stop anything that didn't and. It, 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 you know, it's just you. No one understood the scope and scale, and the, the swiftness with which it 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 m- migrated and moved. I mean, you went from a hundred cases to a hundred thousand cases in like fourteen days. It was it was nuts. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, when I, just, I was, I think everybody's hospital, been. What? Yeah, go ahead. No, no, uh, go. You go. Well, I mean, like, uh, I was at the doctor a lot leading up to all, you know, and my doctors were all like, it's not a big deal. It's like, it's basically like a really harsh version of the flu. Like, you know, I don't feel like any people in who had any like real authority that I would listen to were making me nervous about it. So therefore I wasn't nervous about it, you know? The government wasn't making anything, any statements about it. Like no one was saying like, be careful. This is crazy. This is going to be awful. You know, I think big CDC doctors and stuff were saying things, but we didn't really hear from them until later on. And most of my doctors were like, it's not a big deal. Just like try not to touch your face and like, you know, just be careful be aware. And like, I was like, all right. Yeah. It's just a really bad flu. So whatever. Yeah. And I hear you. That's not the case. No, no, it's it's t- it's changed our it's changed our world. There's going to be a new normal when when this does pass, and it will pass. But there there will be a new normal afterward. Um, I'm afraid. I'm, you know, I hope people don't continue to social distance. I hope we can get back to a place where people can shake hands and, yeah. and not be terrified. And um, I don't know. It's just it's a uh, it's. Unprecedented. That's all. It's just unprecedented. Well, the they canceled sports and they canceled the tournament and they and they closed down Vegas. Then you're like, oh shit. Yeah. You know, like this is yeah. way bigger. Like though, when when that big of money gets involved, then you're like, oh my god, what is going when sports, on? Sports. You just nailed it. What when they stop, sold. Yeah. When when they stop sports, 
in this country and they and they stop Vegas, something has gone crazy wrong. Yeah, you know, a, a friend of ours, um, uh, Michael Yo, who's a comedian, um, he just got out of the hospital. He had both corona and pneumonia at the same time. Oh, so he was gosh. Very, very close, knocking on death's door. He also has a newborn baby at home. He had to be away from his family for eight days. And, you know, you can't have any visitors. And he said the most... The, the hardest part about all this is that he was like uh, he was seeing people die and those people were dying alone they can't have any visitors there's no one that can come there and comfort them by their bedside these people are dying alone in hospitals with no one around except for doctors or other sick patients and like that's when it really hit home to me like how serious and how bad this is God, that's terrible. That's maybe the worst thing I've ever heard. And I uh, yeah. just to just to add to that, I actually just got a text uh, from a coworker. One of my uh, one of my coworkers had a baby today, and the father was not allowed to go to the hospital to be there. Yeah, oh. that's the other. Yeah, like women having to give birth alone, or like you know, they can have the uh, father there for the birth, but once the baby's born, the father can't come and visit. And it's like, like, I cannot imagine like that scenario to be alone at that time. So it is dire straits, you know, I mean, they're taking the convention center here in Los Angeles. They turned that into a hospital. They're taking the fairgrounds in Riverside and turning that into a hospital. It's like, you know. Luckily, California and the state of Washington, we all hunkered down early. And I think so our numbers are plateauing and they're not rising, which is which is really good. But other people really have to be careful and take care because it spreads very fast. Yeah, I think the tri-state area is is they're so congested up there. And, and they, I think they just got behind the curve so drastically. That's why they're being overwhelmed. Um, uh, but I do think people well, are playing by the rules for the most part, uh, as far as hunkering down in place. Um, I think, I think it was New York is, uh, you know, much more claustrophobic. People are right on top of each other. They're on subways. They're in big crowds and they're walking to work. Everybody walks to work. They're next to people, you know, in Los Angeles, we all commute in cars, so we are social distancing without even knowing that we are. Yeah. 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 Well, listen, I, I just don't want, I just, uh, the, the thing we have to be careful of, I think is, is fear, you know, people losing their minds and, and panicking and, and making this worse than it needs yes. to be. You know, it is, they're already the good news today uh, uh, out of Italy is that uh, the measures they've taken are working. Uh, yes. they're, they're, they're flattening and they're, they're actually, uh, it looks like the curve, they're on the backside of the curve now, uh, which is huge. That's, that's huge. And that, and that, that's, that's, uh, cause to be happy because there is going to be a backside of this. There is going to be a down. It is going to, uh, uh we are going to get from behind the curve to on top of the curve to ahead of the curve and the curve will flatten and it, this will, this shall, this too shall pass. So in the meantime, we just all have to be responsible 
to ourselves and to each other um, and and suck it up, you know, for the next 30, 60 days, whatever it takes. Uh, and then when that passes, we'll be ahead of it and we'll be able to uh, treat people and deal with things and we'll get back to a normal life. But we can't let fear uh, overcome us. That's And that's uh, that's the only thing that I've really observed. Yeah, and it's not we, – We luckily, we don't live in a time where being at home is hard. Like, we have right. all the amenities that we need. You can have things delivered to your house. There's plenty to watch on television. There's plenty of entertainment. You can still go outside and go for a walk. You know, like, there's nothing uh, – you know, we don't live in um, a time when we just have one little radio and we're all, you know, bunked up in a corner, you know, and – we're very lucky that we have plenty to do and it shouldn't be that difficult. We have cell phones, we have, you know, plenty of contact with the outside world and communication. So it, it shouldn't be that difficult. Uh, well, Sarah, everything you said is just, is absolutely true. Um, but uh, yeah, if you can't figure out a way to entertain yourself or to improve yourself, uh, during this time, I you know I don't have much sympathy for you. I mean, on a, I, every year I set a goal to read at least five new books. Right, that, that's my minimum. Hopefully, I do more. Mm-hmm. I'm I, I'm already mm-hmm. on book five right now, so I'm, I'm hitting my yearly quota. Uh, working out, reading books, doing some writing, all the stuff that I complain I never have time for. It's happening, so it's a good thing. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I wish. I wish I was being more creative, but I mean, right now it's like the perfect time for all of this to be happening for me because there's not a whole lot I can do with a, with a newborn baby anyway, outside of just feeding and burping and changing the baby. That's like all I do all day. It's just groundhog day over here. So it's the perfect time, but it's like, uh, you know, a lot of my friends are the same way where they're just like, Oh man, I got all this work done at my house that I've been meaning to get done. And you know, written scripts or, you know, I mean, I'm exercising more than I have in a long time just because we get to go on one three mile walk a day and I take advantage of that every day. Yeah, that's outstanding. And, you know, it is perfect bonding time for you and your son. That's mm-hmm. exactly, it's tailor made for you. So it's, I hope you're, I hope you're enjoying that. And, and it, it really, it, it kind of works out well for you. Yeah, and there's no sports on, but there's still like they've been showing classic games on TV. So we've kind of yes. been watching some of those. You know, we watched that uh, Chiefs Rams game, the high scoring game from two years oh, ago. Oh, yeah. Night Football. Yeah. The game that was supposed to be in Mexico, but that ended up being yes. in Los Angeles, a game that my parents were out here for. So we went to that game and uh, it was really fun to watch that back and forth again. And it's like, you know how it, like, I remember who won. I don't remember how they won. I don't remember, you know, yeah. any of that. Like, we were just watching, um, right before we started this podcast, Chris and I were watching the 1991 World Series game, the Braves versus the Twins. That oh, went yeah. to <laughs> 10 innings, you know, and uh, Jack Morris, like, pitched the whole game and, you know, that's why he's in the Hall of Fame is that game right there. And they won it in the bottom of the 10th. You know, yesterday we watched the 9-11, the first game in New York after 9-11 that the Braves were in. I mean, it's kind of fun to watch 
those games, I mean, both all the games that I'm watching with my teams, they lose in some sort of epic fashion, but <laughs> it's, still, <laughs> it's still good. It's still fun to watch. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I, I went back and watched the 2000. I've been, I've been doing the same thing, watching classic sports every now and then. And I, I, I watched the 2008 uh, Jayhawks when they beat uh, Memphis state to win the national title. Uh, I know the outcome of that game. I, I know it very well. And yet I was still, my adrenaline was still going and I was still screaming at the TV. So it's, that's the, that shows you the power of sports. Yeah. And I think, I mean, there's lots of cool things coming up. Like they're still going to do the draft and that's going to be interesting and fun. And that'll kind of break up April. And then if, you know, they're going to release the, um, the Michael Jordan documentary on ESPN early, it wasn't supposed to be released until um, after the playoff or after the, NBA finals were over. So in June or July, and they're going to release that on April 19th on ESPN. So that'll be good. And I think the sports world knows that we're all sort of, you know, we're enjoying the classic games, but we're all a little hungry too. So have you guys seen some of the rumors coming out of the world of sports, especially uh, today or maybe yesterday as you listen? I no. saw the one today. So there's two. Tell me, tell me. There's two that I'm really excited about. One is that the NBA um, is reportedly talking about doing a one site, no fan, all the teams doing a, like a five game end of the season followed by the playoffs. And they would put every team in the same arena. I heard UNLV floated as one and they're just going to put everyone kind of in a confined space and try to finish off and get a champion. But the other one that I'm maybe more excited about just because of the novelty is they're talking about doing a benefit for coronavirus victims. And it's going to be a two on two golf tournament with Tiger Woods, Phil Mickelson, oh. Tom Brady and Peyton Manning. Ooh. wouldn't that be fun well, to watch just for the novelty and just you know it's like look it's going to a good cause and it's it's a little outside the realm i think that would be really fun yes yes because they're, they're, they they're talk- both such rivals oh yeah i mean well that that match that they had against each other was it last year when they had that match? Two, two thanksgivings ago Okay, yeah, that was really fun to watch. So to see them do it again, but with a partner, uh, you know, should be very interesting. I don't know who, like, they they were talking about it on Eisen today, like, who you would pick. If you could pick out of those four, who would you pick as your partner? So that's an interesting one, and I want to hear your guys' thoughts. And then when we're done, it also is reported what the pairings will be. So you guys go ahead and Yeah, no, I know what the pairings are, just like was curious as to like for me i would just want to be entertained the whole time so i would want peyton manning as my partner oh yeah oh yeah i think manning and woods are going to win that thing i think uh, that's where i would put my money if i had to put money down oh yeah oh yeah okay so yeah it's manning and woods and mickelson and brady and uh yeah i don't know i don't know who's gonna win that one because didn't mickelson win Last time? Nah, I don't remember. Remember though, he didn't sure. like he was, he could have won it. He could have won it on something, but he he didn't do it. Like he missed on purpose because he was like, I don't want to win that way. It's a cheap way to win. Remember, it was a kind of it was a really gentleman move actually. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. So anyway, but I think Manning will take the golf more seriously than Brady. I don't know. I just think he does. His preparation uh, for golf. 
Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think Peyton <laughs> takes definitely takes sport pretty seriously, but he and jokes. He takes jokes very seriously. Mickelson did win on the 22nd hole. They went into 18 all square and then they played four uh, extra holes and Mickelson won. Yeah. There you go. Well, also, Gary, I don't know if you, you really skipped over that NBA thing because I had something to say about that. But uh, yeah, for for them to do the, what somebody posed uh, an idea. I think it was, um, who was it uh, that posed the idea that they play the remainder, all the teams in the NBA play the remainder of the season on a cruise ship. Yes, I like, did see just that. Just secluded in the water where like they can't get... Con- they can't contract anything and uh and i thought that was a cool idea although if something slips you know and like the virus is on you know a piece of metal and somebody yeah. catches it then everybody gets it <laughs> you know what i mean like then all of a sudden the entire nba has it uh, totally yeah 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 i don't i don't i don't that could backfire drastically. And then if it does, they're yeah. all trapped on that boat. I, if I was in the ABA, I wouldn't take the deal. I'd say, no, 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 no. We're going to stay on land. We're going to all stay in a – rent out a hotel in Vegas, and we'll play at UNLV, and you can bus us in and bus us out, and, and we'll just get it done that way. Um, but I also – I don't know. You know. Is that what people want? Is, do you think that will be – is that a good thing? Do you think people will, will be interested? Is it going to be the same? Is it going to be an asterisk? I think it would be interesting because they don't have to travel and you could play six games a day. You know what I mean? You're going to have games starting at 10 a.m. all the way throughout the day. You know, you have the more peak games that play later in the day or whatever. Um, you could, I, I don't know. It, it, it would be up to the players, you know, not me, but. I, w- I think it would be cool. From a fan standpoint, I know all three of us are tuning in. I, I think whatever comes back first is going to do bonanza ratings. You're right. Yeah. There's there's such a it, it could be it could be badminton, and if there was if it was uh, people if it was yeah. live and uh, yeah, I think you're right. I think people would be uh, interested. To, people miss competition. They want to see that competition. ESPN was showing rock skipping the other day. <laughs> I was wow. like, oh geez. This yeah, is getting this is getting tired. Although, you know, my house, we've uh, because sports haven't been on, we've been watching a lot of the DIY network <laughs> and HGTV. And uh, it's amazing how Chris now believes that he is some sort of carpenter who can fix houses. Because he has so many opinions on all these goddamn houses, and I'm like, you don't even know where the hammer is in our house. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know what you think you could possibly do when it comes to renovating a home. <laughs> men get men watch that HGTV and they get all inspired, and uh, then they become Tim the Toolman, Taylor, and they want they want power tools, they want to knock stuff down. They want to rebuild, and they have. No, I'm one of those guys. I'm like, I can do this. I can do it. And then I go, ah. Oh. Then once you go, even start to even think about a project, you're like, oh my god, I'm already exhausted. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Forget it. I'm like, there's no way. Like you couldn't even get through the demo. Like you'd start doing the demo, and then that would be halfway done. One wall would be halfway taken down, and then that would yeah. be it. Now we just have a half. 
taken down wall in the house. I was thinking, if you want to do demo right, you just all you have to do is go buy a keg and get a bunch of fraternity guys and get them all hammered and just say, hey, guys, by the end of the night, I need all of this room destroyed. (laughs) Yeah. Before you guys leave tonight, I need you guys to knock down that wall and tear down (laughs) these stairs and smash this kitchen island into a thousand pieces. That'd be great. And enjoy the beer. I will be back tomorrow. Just don't burn the house down. Just destroy everything, though. <laughs> that is a good way to do it. Though. <laughs> Streamlining it. Oh, yeah. that'd be fun. Have you guys seen <laughs> what? Uh, have you guys seen what Joe Buck has been doing on uh, online yes. for the past some of the time? Yes, yes, actually, I have. I thought it was. Uh, I thought it was. I, you know, Joe has a great personality, and he is a he's a really fun guy, and. Uh, so I'm, I'm glad when he shows his personality, it's just, it's enjoyable and it's, I think it's good. Cause you know, there's a lot of Joe Buck haters out there and, and I don't know why he's, he's a super nice guy and he works really hard and he's dedicated to what he does. Uh, so it's just nice that he's getting to show his personality. I like it. Well, I, I have to say that I used to be one of those Joe Buck haters. In fact, there was a uh, Onion, famous Onion headline years ago that I always loved that was uh, Joe Buck cardboard cutout gets mistaken for actual Joe Buck. And uh, <laughs> I always thought that was so funny. And I never really liked him. And then uh, and then I saw him on Brockmire and he's so funny and he loves yeah. to make fun of himself and he has yeah. such a great sense of humor. And when you start breaking it down and you realize that this guy can call baseball and football, which is so freaking difficult just to call one, yes. you know, uh, for him to be able to call both is insane. And uh, I just, I thought it was so funny. So yeah, if you don't know what he's doing, he's been, People have been submitting videos to him, and he's been doing play-by-play on the videos, and they're all really funny and amazing and very cool. Although I, I did hear that he's been um, getting a slew of uh, sex tapes. <laughs> oh, God. I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. Poor Joe. Yeah. yeah. That was definitely not what he signed up for. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, my God. I, of course that would happen. We, of course it would. Yeah. We live in this day it's and America. age. It's <laughs> America. Yeah. It's America and we live in this day and age. Uh, but uh, to give more detail on that, also, just so you know, what, what people are sending him, the videos they're sending him are like little kids playing uh, tackle football in the front yard or, you know, mm-hmm. people playing tetherball in the backyard or just the most amateur, random kid or adult sports. And sometimes it's not even sports. Sometimes I've seen ones where it's like people just eating their dinner uh, or trying to eat it fast <laughs> or, you know, whatever. So he's, he's calling play-by-play on everything that comes to him, and it's kind of fun. And credit where credit's due, his one uh, ask from everyone that he selects to do the play-by-play is that in return you make a donation the size that you are able to coronavirus relief. I thought that was really cool. See? He's a good guy. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So uh, heartbreaking news uh, this week, Sarah and Gary. Uh-oh. Um, uh, I had, we had to cancel the Big Slick this year. No. Oh, no. Yeah, I was yes. curious as to what was going to happen. Yes, it was. You know, we, we, we waited as long as we could. Uh, we, you know, we were, we were in talks with the hospital and, 
you know, it, it, we just couldn't wait any longer to make the decision because you, you're talking about somewhere between 30 and 40 celebrities that you got to try yeah. to fly in from New York and Los Angeles into Kansas City, put them up in hotel rooms. You got to get the Royals. Uh, you you got to get a Friday <laughs> night game. Then you got to be able to get the Sprint Center for Saturday <laughs> night. Um, you know, so the, uh, and then the bowling and all these things involve crowds. And, you know, uh, it's all social, it's all engagement, it's all, you know, out there with the public and, and, and we just, there were no guarantees that we could get this done in time. The logistics demanded people, money be put down, production companies had to be, you know, paid for the show. And, you know, it just, it, it wasn't going to happen in a timely fashion and we couldn't, we couldn't, we couldn't make it happen. Um, uh, and, and the safety, you know, safety of everybody involved. Um, so that, that trumped everything. So we were just, okay. So that, that was it. But we, we, we kept waiting, thinking, well, maybe, maybe this, you know, maybe it'll die out by this time or maybe we'll get ahead of it. Maybe. And it just, it's actually just gotten worse and worse and worse. So we had to, we had to make the decision this week. So it was, it was heartbreaking to say the very least. This would have been our 11th year in a row. And, um, and so we had to, and we couldn't even postpone it because trying to get that many people back and again, trying to coordinate with the Royals and the Sprint Center and everything was just going to be too hard. So we, we had to make the call and it, it really sucks, but we're going to come back next year and we're going to come back bigger and badder and better than ever. Great. I'll be there. Listen, as someone who is going to attend, I'm devastated, but that's, I think, the smart choice to make and I think the responsible choice to make. And as you just alluded to, I think that when this is over, one of the byproducts is going to be kind of like the Roaring Twenties. I think everything is going to be off the hook, crazy. Everyone's going to be so excited to be back. So I look forward to being there for the next one in 2021. Good, good. And and you're, you're going to have a good time. Um, and we're going we're gonna to do it upright. We're going to... Uh, and you know, people can still contribute this year if you want. Just go to, uh, uh bigslickkc.org and there's links on the website where you can, you can still click and donate if, if you so feel so inclined. Uh, the work they do is phenomenal. And, and, you know, even with the coronavirus going on, uh, they still are, uh, kids are coming in every day with other illnesses and emergencies. So, um, uh, it's a, it's a good cause. It's a great cause. Yeah. Well, I encourage people to donate there, and I'm very sorry to hear that news. Should we turn to maybe some lighter news? You guys want yeah, to do Yeah, couple... we've, ta- we've been talking about heavy stuff. Let's talk about some fun stuff. Let's uh, maybe do a few <laughs> turd awards, and then we'll get on to some questions. We have a, a swath of both this week. Yes, please. All right. Let's start right here. Uh, police in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, started following a 29-year-old gentleman who was driving aggressively on Friday night, and they watched from afar as he made a bunch of stops, presumably to sell drugs. They eventually pulled him over and found a bunch of cocaine and cash in his car and charged him with drug trafficking. But since coke dealing is a non-essential business in Ontario, Canada during the pandemic, he also got a ticket for that that carries a $750 fine. <laughs> <laughs> The virus is is even hurting drug dealers. That's kind of crazy. How is that not an essential business? (laughs) Especially in Canada. They need it up there. In these times, everybody needs some blow. (laughs) So many 
An essential business. That's so funny. It's like that time that like somebody, uh, the, the cops pulled over that woman who was pregnant. She was like driving in the HOV lane and she was like, no, I'm pregnant. So there's two people in the car. So I'm allowed to drive here. And uh, they were like, okay. But then they wrote her a ticket for um, having more than one person behind the the wheel of a vehicle and not having a child (laughs) in the safety seat. (laughs) It's amazing. I love it. I love that. It was like, careful, careful. You know, careful what you say. Don't don't poke the bear. Everybody knows the rules. Quit dicking around. Although, is there a medicinal purpose for cocaine? Not in Canada. There used hmm. to be. <laughs> and uh, I should shout yeah. out Aaron DeGroat, who uh, was the one who submitted that one on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash Wriggles Picks Podcast. Now, we have two. I think you don't need cocaine in Canada just to stay awake. It's kind of boring <laughs> up there. <laughs> no offense, Canada. You know I love you. I come up there to relax. Canada also, friends, for all our listeners out there, the home of Tim Hortons, where uh, our first turd award pulled down her pants, <laughs> took a shit on the floor, picked it up with mm-hmm. her bare hands, and threw it at a Tim Hortons employee. That's up in Canada. So maybe the cocaine problem up there is out of control. That sounds like a coke move. <laughs> so weren't for Canada, it would just be the American turd awards, but we had to make it the North American because of all the stories from Canada. So that's that's right. So it. you're welcome, Canada. There you go. All right. Well, we have two stories that I think are both equally fun uh that involves strip clubs but i'm gonna let you guys choose which one you want las vegas or portland and it's not the obvious choice here no i was gonna say portland just because there you go all right portland Portland. finds a way uh the governor ordered that kate governor kate brown mandated to stem the spread of coronavirus that all strip clubs had to be shut down but her order does allow for food establishments to offer takeout and delivery and thus, oh, no. and thus was born <laughs> club owner Sean Bolden's newest business, Boober Eats. Oh, yes. <laughs> the home delivery Boober? service. Did you say Boober? That's right. Boober. Boober Good. Eats. Good. Mm-hmm. A pair of scantily uh, clad strippers will deliver hot food to your door. And uh, he posted it initially to social media as a joke, but people began seriously inquiring about the offer. So uh, the rest of Portland was hoarding toilet paper and pasta. He bought out the local store's stock of uh, pasties. And from 7 p.m. to 1 a.m., Boober Eats is offering the full menu from the Lucky Evil Lounge at the same prices, delivery rates, generally at $30, but vary dispend- uh, depending on distance. God I mean, bless you're not allowed to touch strippers anyway, right? I don't know. Uh, you're asking the wrong person. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, right. You two guys act like you don't know. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> None of, we don't know, Sarah. You probably know more than <laughs> well, we would. I just know from what I know in movies that it's like no touching, no touching or whatever. So it might be the best yeah, profession I- to be in with with the virus. This is actually this is what makes America great. If you want to know what <laughs> makes America great, it's it's entrepreneurship, it's seeing opportunity and capitalizing on it. Uh, mm-hmm. I say hats Speaking off, up. hats off to Boober Eats oh. uh, for seizing the initiative. Shirts off, hats off, pants <laughs> off, all of it, bras off. Congrats, 
Well, on the mm-hmm. on the heels of Rob's point about uh, America and ingenuity, I think we should probably go with the Las Vegas story as well. Um, this one's okay. from last week, but it's still good. Although many businesses in Las Vegas are closed after the governor's uh, non-essential business order, that does not appear to include all of the city strip clubs. Little Darlings is not only open, but they are also planning to offer drive-through strip shows and nude hand sanitizer wrestling. Starting this weekend, last weekend, guests will be able to drive up to the front door, pay $100, and enjoy a 10-minute Triple X show from the comfort and safety of their vehicles. The Triple X nude hand sanitizer wrestling began last Saturday. And And I'm proud to be an American. (laughs) At least I know I'm free. I'm telling you, this is great stuff. Um, Yeah. You know, that's called taking lemons and making lemonade, my friend. (laughs) Really sexy lemonade. (laughs) Super sexy. Triple X lemonade. (laughs) It reminds me of uh, when I was in college, I worked for this radio station, 96 Rock in Atlanta with the regular guys back in the day. And my very first remote that I had to work for the station was called Toys for Tatas. And it was at the local strip club. God. <laughs> it was at the local strip club. Well, well, local. One of the many Atlanta strip clubs. And there was just like this dirty Santa. And you drove up and you gave him your toy. And then you got to drive into this tent. And there were all these strippers on trampolines. And it was a buck a bounce. And you paid for them to jump up and down on trampolines. And then you just kept driving on to work. It was like early in the morning at like 7 a.m. And no wow. touching. Uh, again, drive through just like this guy was doing. So like I appreciate it. The convenience of it all. Yeah. I, I, Look, you're on your way to work. You know you got a busy day. You got a big. You got a big meeting early in the morning, but you know you want to do something right. You know you want to do something good for the kids for yourself. in your community. So you you drop off a toy. You pull into the tent. You take a look at the yabos. You go, okay, this is great. Thank you for that. And then you go on to work. That's just that's just straight up Americana. <laughs> Hey, man, we all got to take care of ourselves and each other, you know? That's so right. Take care of each other and then yourself <laughs> and everything is good. I just want to know how many high fives went around that room when the guy came up with toys for tatas. <laughs> They're still high fiving, Gary. They're still high fiving. Oh, my God. We, they did so many crazy. They did this thing for Valentine's Day called Screw Over Your Ex. And, like, uh, it was, like, all these people submitted stories about, like, the worst um, like breakup story, like whoever had broken up with them and they, they got their heart broken and whoever won the radio station paid for them to fly in a helicopter over their ex's house and they could have sex with someone else in the helicopter over their ex's house. <laughs> <laughs> Local radio is undefeated. It is. It's undefeated. That's exactly what it is. And, and again, just a, that's another feather in the cap of American greatness right there. <laughs> yeah. Ingenuity. Wow. Well, that's that's mm-hmm. good stuff. Do you guys want to go on to a few listener questions and then we'll wrap it up and get back to our quarantine? Yes, sure. yes please. All right. Well, she's become a fixture on our show. Stephanie Blaine is back. And you guys may remember her as our resident artist. 
Uh, yes. Hey, gang. Hope everyone's hanging in there. Mess Squirrel and Death Scorpion are fed up of being cooped up while in quarantine, so they <laughs> stole Gary's motorcycle and took off. Not sure to where. They also took some Girl Scout cookies for the road. Hope everyone stays home as much as possible and stays safe. And uh, the picture that she animated will uh, be available on uh, Rigglespicks, uh, Rigglespicks Facebook. That's Facebook.com slash Rigglespicks Podcast. And I think you guys may have a copy of it. it oh, yeah. I'm looking at it. Delightful. <laughs> Oh my God! This is That's so great, pleasing. Stephanie. This is so pleasing. It's pleasing beyond any words, really. Because look, you you've captured the essence of what we're talking about here, which is um, Death Scorpion and Meth Squirrel. It's it I really pleases me. If there's football this year, I think Meth Squirrel might be my fantasy name. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the, the. This is one of the best pictures I've ever seen. Oh my god, this pleases me to no end. Yeah. Although I, I will say, I, if I could tweak it just a just a little bit, um, and believe me, I'm no artist, Stephanie, so forgive me. But if I would tweak it just a little bit, Mess Squirrel needs to be missing more teeth. Yeah, he can't have both of his teeth. You can't have both of your teeth if you're Meth Squirrel. I think that's, have half of one. That's a very fair point. <laughs> I do like that he's smoking a cigarette, though. That's that's pretty nice. That that's a beautiful. That's I mean that's classic. Oh uh, God, yeah. that's really. Thank you for putting in that work, Stephanie. That is wonderful work, and it's so pleasing to see, and it brings me nothing but pure joy. So thank you for that. All right, um, we'll just go in order here because the next one is from uh, someone even more dear and near and dear to the show. Sue Haynes says, "Hey, folks, do you think we will see any pro sports this year?" Well, that would be yes. my mother. yes that's my quick answer yes if they cancel football season uh you're gonna see um that's when the that's when the shit's gonna hit the fan if there's no football season then that means things have gotten really bad so i'm trying to uh think positive mom that everything's gonna be okay so i do think that we will see sports i think it will look different i think you know, they've talked about baseball happening, you know, ha- over Christmas. Uh, I do think that that is a possibility. Um, and I think I think football will happen because football always finds a way. I don't know about the other sports, though. If there's not football, I'm going to lose my shit. Yeah. Well, there's not college um, football. Like, I don't even know how you start handling that, like, with eligibility next year, with, you know – the draft. I mean, I, I just don't know how any of that logistically works. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't foresee that happening. I, I, and I'm not just trying to be a Pollyanna optimistic, uh, put my head in the sand. I, I, I just don't, I don't think it's going to happen. I think you're already seeing improvements, uh, in, in places that have been hit the hardest, um, as far as Italy and, and, and the fact that we, we did get, we did do a fair job, I think of, uh, of isolating here in California and, and Washington. So um, I don't know. I think, I think the, you know, we get ahead of it uh, probably sometime in May uh, or June and, and we get, and we, we, we eradicate it uh, or get way beyond it uh, by the time August rolls around. So I, I feel confident that, that uh, football will be fine. Well, Short I answer just is yes. That there's, I hope there's some sort of college football this year just because I know all those 
Florida Gators and Alabama Crimson Crimson Tide players need to get paid, you know, and that's they only get paid that's <laughs> playing college football. That's a bulldog fan right there, friends. Just like she just <laughs> dropped the gauntlet on your punk asses. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we should probably do one more and then we'll get out of here. And this one's going to necessitate Rob sending me a picture that we will also put on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Wriggles Picks Podcast. Chris Paul asks, hey, Rob, do you have a permit for that stash? So good it can't be legal in the States. Chris Paul, um, we still live in America, my friend. I don't need a permit for this mustache. And you're right. It is It is amazing. Uh, and it's still in the transitional phase. I haven't, it's not even full in yet. So listen, everybody, every man uh, that can grow facial hair, I guess every woman too, if you can grow facial hair, knock yourself out. But, um, <laughs> if you can grow facial hair during a quarantine, you got to grow it and then you got to shave it into funny shapes. That's just kind of policy. I, I figured. So I've, I've shaved my, uh, my facial hair into a mustache and soul patch. And I plan on letting it come in full throttle, um, uh, and and then we'll see. We'll see. We'll let the people decide. How about that? Well, Rob, challenge accepted. I'm going to grow mine too. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, you have you you know you've been dying to do it forever. So now is your chance. I just needed a reason. I just needed a good reason. <laughs> Thanks for the uh, reminder. Hey, that's how that's how we do. That's how we do. Uh, that's a great question, Chris. Thank you for noticing the mustache. I, I posted something on uh, uh, on probably Instagram or something, um, and uh, and now uh, people have seen it. They've seen that the uh, it, again. It's in a transitional phase. Wait till it comes in full. Then we can then we can have a vote. Well, we'll update it week <laughs> to week. So, Rob, shoot me a photo of how it looks today, and uh, be sure you tune in next week to see how much uh, more prominent it is next week. I like that. We're doing this. <laughs> <laughs> what? I hear you, Sarah, giggling. No, I just, I just, uh, I'm curious how much further it's going to go than a stash. I just don't see it just well, it's, being the it's stash. Not, but... It's not just the stash. There is a prominent soul patch as well. That is uh, maybe my favorite part. Thank you, Gary. And yes, I, I was working the beard. Uh, but for whatever reason, I had a lot of blonde hair in it. And so I just thought, you know, I'll go mustache. Blonde, right? Blonde. Yeah. It was weird. It was so blonde. <laughs> hmm. It was super blonde. I would call it super blonde. And which is, it's unusual <laughs> for me too, because I, you know, I don't have any blonde hair. I've never had blonde hair. So it's weird. It was really weird. Super weird. But anyway, that's why I said, you know what? I'll just go stash. Must be all those bleach wipes. It must be, you know, that's, I bet that's what it is. I bet that's what it is. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, listen, all right. uh, thank you. By the way, thank you to all our uh, uh, listeners. Um, I mean, uh, Eric Taylor, Ian Hidecki, Nick Maringer, Julie uh, Similowski, Amy Judd White, TJ Davis. I mean, there's the list goes on. Kevin uh, Lagarda, um, there's, and it just keeps going and going. So thank you guys, all these people for writing in, taking the time to write in, ask questions. Sorry, we didn't get to your question. Please either send, send new questions or resubmit these questions again, and we will do our best to get to them next week. Um, in the meantime, everybody, please 
Just follow the rules. Play by the rules, and we're going to get through this. Stay at home. Social distance. Wash your hands. Cough into your sleeve. Um, and and we'll get through it. I promise. It'll be good. Um, and thank you for listening to uh, Riggles Picks. And hopefully you guys will watch the Discovery Channel tonight uh, and watch Robert Global Investigator. I appreciate it if you did that. Um, and Sarah, do you got anything to add? No, I'm, I'm definitely going to be watching your show. I'm very excited about it. I have it recorded. I'm recording all of them. I can't wait. Cool. Thank you, Gary. Anything to add? Nope. I'll be, uh, I, I, let's get off here so I can go watch Rob Riggle Global Investigator. I, I love that show. <laughs> Perfect. I love it. And, and put some clothes on. All right, everybody. Uh, thanks for listening. This has been Riggle's Picks. I'm Rob Riggle. I'm Sarah Tiana. And for Gary. 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 There he is. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. <laughs> 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 <laughs>